This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again and welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook. Each week we sit down here and talk about some of the things you might be wondering about. What happens when I get close to retirement? Who should I choose to help me with my finances? And is that all I need to help me in retirement is help with my finances? Well, we say no. There's a lot more there, and that's what we go through on this show. Greg, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. My air conditioning went out in the house, so I've had air conditioner guys crawling around up in my attic and replacing all that. So I guess that comes with when the weather starts getting warm and all of the uh, all of the flaws are uh, are seen that are unseen. And uh, and mine uh, just bit the dust the other day. So you can't make it without air conditioning. That's my motto. Ohio's like the king of pump fakes, right? We get real hot. It gives you a couple 80-degree days. And then for a week, it's been in the 60s and raining. So, uh, you know, the Ohio weather, if you don't like it, do not worry. It will <laughs> change. change. I think we... Uh, <laughs> It will, man. We got out on the boat on uh, on the weekend. We went on the first inaugural boat ride, and it was beautiful out Saturday morning. Very nice. Well, we on this show will sit down and talk about the finances of retirement and a whole lot more. And we got a lot in store for you today. As a matter of fact, uh, we're going to have one of our, our, our listeners from Columbus uh, checked in, and she's got a lot of questions about retirement. That'll be coming up a little bit later on. But we're going to start a little bit with this market. And the way that I want to get in on that is if anybody knows who I am and knows about me, I am a golfer. I love to golf. And I watch a lot of golf. I watched the PGA just a, a weekend ago. And you sit there and you watch those guys play and you watch them swing and you go, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could swing like that. And I just read an article that said, if you want to know how to improve your swing, don't necessarily watch those guys. Don't think that you can swing like Dustin Johnson, because if you do, you could do yourself more harm than good. So with that in mind, when we think about doing well with our finances, we start to look at people who are doing well. And here's one that we all know, Warren Buffett. And just recently, he said once again, he hates bonds and he loves stocks. He was talking to the people at Barron's Magazine and he says his portfolio is 100% equities right now. So for the fifth richest man in the world, that may work for him, but it might do us more harm than good. So, Greg, what do you say to that? If somebody is looking at how to construct their money and where to place their money, and they look at Warren Buffett and he's all about the stocks, that might not necessarily be the way you should go. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like me watching the NBA and then trying to mimic their moves out in the backyard, who trying to, you know, do tomahawk dunks and, <laughs> you know, the things that they can accomplish. I mean, it's just apples and oranges. It's almost two two different humans yeah and um i think people need to realize like that that matters man the amount of zeros in your account at some level matters and and what they don't share with you for the average folks like us is that they have access to all different types of investments that we never see, right? They're investing in hedge funds. They're getting into private equity funds where you have minimum investments in the millions of dollars or even tens of millions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars to get into these opportunities. And you know what? The average Joes like us, I mean, those things aren't on Fidelity.com. They're not on Vanguard.com. And I think that gets missed sometimes. I think people try to do the apples and say, well, Warren Buffett said this, and he's a billionaire, and we should listen to billionaires. And, you know, he's a smart guy. 
he he has great quotes. He's been very successful, and you know, you obviously don't want to take anything away from Warren Buffett, but like it's hard to mimic him because his needs and his structure is different. I mean, it's literally almost a different language uh, when you're trying to compare what he's speaking and what we're speaking when it comes to retirement, Randy. So then it really does come down to risk level. We talk about that being one of the big boulders that we talk about in retirement is figuring out what your risk level is and controlling that so that you don't lose too much and you don't put yourself out there too far over your skis. So how, when somebody comes in, do you sit there and discuss that, determine that? What are the questions that you talk to people about and and try to figure that part out? In the past, I always start off with like, explaining what risk is. And and sometimes it's just a quick education on understanding what type of things are at risk. And I think some people are surprised when they hear that bonds actually are at risk. I think many people that have bond holdings this year realize that um, when their account values went down and they have an inverse relationship with their interest rates. And obviously, if you don't hold that bond through to the maturity date um, and take it out ahead of time, you could be suffering a loss. So we want to make sure they understand, hey, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, all of those things, anything that can go backwards, we're going to put that in the risk bucket. And then anything that can't go backwards, we're going to put in the safe bucket. So we start off with that higher level education of just making sure they understand, okay, now that you know what they are, the things that can go backwards, what about what do you think you have that can go backwards? And, you know, getting them to kind of do the exploration of understanding how much they have at risk is a huge exercise that we find is very helpful because it illuminates, well, Greg, I think we're almost all safe. Okay, great. So, you know, it sounds like you're in good shape, you know, in retirement. And then we turn around and we put them through what we call our market flashlight process, where we actually have a program where we'll put all their statements through our system. And then it will turn around and show what percentage of their assets are at risk or could go backwards. In addition to that, we'll also show them what would happen in a 2008, 2009, 2010 scenario in real dollars and what they would lose. So what that does is a couple of things for them. One, it helps give them clarity on where they're at right now. And two, it shows them, wow, it's not just a random pay, you know, 50% at risk. What does that mean? Well, in 2008 and 2009, that would mean that you'd lose $200,000. So you can start having a very productive conversation about risk that's real based on their feelings, their emotions, and what they want, because this is a highly personal part of everyone's retirement plan, which is, well, how much are you comfortable losing? And, that, you know, a lot of times they're like, man, I don't want to lose $200,000. Well, that means you can't have 60% at risk because that's where you're at now. They're like 60% at risk. I thought my guy or gal recalibrated when I went to retirement. And that's a big miss. Most people assume that all of a sudden people just, when you get to retirement, their planner around the corner just reshuffles their investments to something that is more retirement appropriate in the risk column. And that usually doesn't happen. And it's always like, oh man, we got to get out of this quickly. I want to get out of all of this riskier stuff and get into safer stuff. And then we have to explore what that right blend is, Randy, and everyone's different. But by using real numbers, real losses and kind of where they're at now, it becomes a real conversation because most financial advisors will just say, hey, what percentage do you want to risk? All right, 50-50. Like they don't know what that means. They don't know what it means in real dollars. They don't know what it means in terms of risk. They just assume that, you know, 50-50 sounds right. And a lot of times that's way too much risk for the average retiree if they knew the consequences of that 50-50 split 
resulting in them losing 200000 of their $500,000 IRA if we experience another downturn like we did about 10 years ago. And that that's really the eye-opening process of really getting your hands around what real retirement planning looks like, what real risk analysis looks like. And, you know, I always close with the same question, you know, does making 10% really change your retirement? Does it change your life? And everyone's like, well, no, I'll do the same stuff. I'm not going to do anything different. That's not going to allow me to buy a plane. But I'm like, well, what if you lose 30 or 40%? And then they just kind of pause. And what people don't realize is when you lose 30 or 40%, like we did 10 years ago and then back in 2000, 20 years ago, when we had those type of catastrophic kind of crashes, people don't do the math or think in long-term kind of timeframes. And it takes a lot longer to gain it back because now you don't have $500,000 growing and working for you. Randy, you have 300000 mm-hmm. And even if that money does you know, have a good year, you're not compounding interest on th- that same big amount. And it's really hard for people to do that math. That's not how human brains think. Well, my question for Greg was going to be, when you do the market flashlight and you shine a light on that risk level, are people surprised? And he kind of laid it all out. Whether you have an advisor and that advisor said to you, uh, we're in a safe area here. You told me you wanted to be conservative. That's where we are. And then you get the analysis of it and you find out it's anything but. And that is one of the tools that we think that would be very, very beneficial for you to go through when we do the analysis of your money is to find out what risk level you're at and where are you comfortable and do those two match up. We call it a market flashlight and we will go through all four boulders for you in the roadmap for retirement. The market risk with the market flashlight. We'll take a look at taxes. We'll take a look at fees and we'll certainly take a look at some of those expenses that could come in your retirement years like long-term care. Let's take a look at it. We'll build what we call the roadmap for retirement, and we do that for you at no charge. Let's at least get a real good look at you right now because we are going into a period of time right now where we may be very, very volatile and rocky. We've seen it in the markets lately. They talk about recession. You don't want to lose money right before retirement. Let's get a look at it. Give us a call or go to our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. Follow the prompts there and fill in a little information. Our team will reach out to you. You can also give us a call at 8 All right, Greg, so when we talk about moving risk away from your portfolio, one of the things that people might say is, well, take me to cash. Well, apparently that is happening right now. There's a new report from Bank of America that took a look at their investors and they said they are at the highest level of cash since 2001, September of 2001. We remember that as the 9-11 attacks. So it sounds like people are very, very uneasy about the future coming up. So they're going to cash. They're de-risking their portfolios. Greg, is cash the answer? You just said bonds aren't the answer. Is cash the answer? And if it's not, are there alternatives? I'd have to talk to the client, right? You know, there's no silver bullet. Unfortunately, that doesn't make for a good, very good answer. And I know it doesn't make for a very good post on social media or article, but it really does depend. You know, is cash better than maybe having all your money in expensive A-share mutual funds or variable annuities? Yeah, probably. You know, if I was saying speaking in generalities, you know, a lot of times, yeah, sure. At least you're not on the blackjack table when everything's kind of going sideways, right? The administration doesn't know what they're, you know, they they don't have a lot of answers right now. It doesn't seem like we're focusing on anything regarding the economy as things continue to spiral out of control. So you can understand why we're getting pushback and people are going into, you know, more conservative cash or even we're hearing a little bit about gold coming back again, believe it or not. But when it comes to trying to derail risk your portfolio. Um, from our perspective, you know, you got to start somewhere. And a lot of times getting in cash 
can't hurt until you find a better solution, Randy. And if that's where people are, you know, that's great. You know, I, I don't want to be in the market. My guy or my gal's not really giving me any options. So I'm just going to put it in cash for a minute, and I'm going to try to see what I can find out there that I like, that I think is more retirement appropriate. And I think that could be a good interim kind of, you know, stopgap. When you lose 20% this year, people are probably going to be rising an eyebrow when they start to get these statements here at the end of quarter two because they've been doing nothing but make money for 10 years. And that's kind of like, a oh, man, what just happened? I thought we were rocking and rolling, and now all of a sudden, you know, my account went backwards. And I think that's a scary thing because people don't really have, you know, long-term memories. They don't remember what it's like to lose money. And that's scary and emotional. And a lot of times the easiest thing to do is like, you know, let's just take this off the table and figure it out. And if that's the case, I think there are some great options out there, right? You know, we always say that when we're planning for retirement, you know, thinking through like the old way of selling people a share mutual funds, you know, the old Edward Jones trick of just trying to, you know, sell as many commissioned high price mutual funds as possible to, you know, the unknowing retiree is dying. And people are trying to figure out how and where else to look. And, you know, I've always said fixed index annuities or the new version of annuities are like Netflix, you know, the old investment model of 1.5% is that top load VHS, Randy, I mean, I think it's going away and people don't, you know, they're starting to come around to it. They're like, you know what, these fixed index annuities aren't so bad. You know, I've heard a lot of horror stories, but now that I'm looking at it, it's really just a fancy tax deferred CD that probably gets a little bit better return than a CD and has no downside risk. And of course, that's basically what it is. It's a tax deferred insurance product and, and they don't have to be expensive. They don't have to have big penalties. And these new annuities are making a huge dent in a lot of those, you know, financial advisor models where they're charging the one or 1.5% and they don't like it. So they're trying to get louder and try to demonize them and scare everybody out of them. But at the end of the day, they're pretty simple. I think most retirees are smart enough to look at it and think about it on their own terms and make a decision. You know what? This thing's pretty vanilla. I like it. It's predictable, maybe a little boring, but at this stage of my life, I want my retirement to be exciting. I don't need my accounts to be exciting, Randy. I'm ready to, you know, do some adventuring and traveling. I don't need to be watching you know, the stock ticker on Fox News every morning, wondering what's happening to my life savings. And, and to them, they may forego possible upside just to avoid all the downside risk. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler, and this might be one of the questions that you have right now. You want to go to something conservative. You want to find some safety. You've got a lot of money in the stock market because that's where everybody's been telling you to push your money into, and that's been the good game over the last 10, 12 years. But now we're seeing a change in that, and you wonder where I should go. Is cash the answer? Are bonds the answer? Are annuities the answer? Well, let's sit down and have that conversation. We can do that by giving us a call or looking on our website getyourroadmap.com. We'll sit down with you and build a roadmap for retirement. We'll talk about market risk. If that's your biggest concern, certainly we're going to shine that market flashlight on there and find out how much risk you have. Give us a call. Go to the website, getyourroadmap.com or 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. And if you want to get a little more information about this, we have dinner seminars, educational events in all sorts of cities all around Ohio. You can find those on our website at goldenreserve.com and click the event tab there. The map will show up. You can click on your area and you'll find the ones that are nearest you and the ones that are convenient for you as far as date and time are concerned. That again at goldenreserve.com and click on events. Take a quick break and come back with more Expedition Retirement.
As you age, you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care. That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of Retirement Mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. Call Golden Reserve for your complimentary Roadmap for Retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. You can find us online at getyourroadmap.com. If it's time to sit down and build a retirement plan, put it down on paper. Give you a roadmap to follow as you go through retirement. We've got it for you at no charge, getyourroadmap.com. Okay, so we've just been discussing how we've had a lot of volatility in the market and there's a lot of people losing a lot of money right now, and you might be one of them. But guess who is flush with cash right now? Uncle Sam, I've got a study here that says tax collections for the government are up 43%. You can thank last year's good stock market for that. A lot of people sold capital gains and the money goes to the government. So as the market goes up and we have a good year, Uncle Sam has a good year. So do you think they're going to back off on us a little bit? Probably not. Higher interest rates will hurt our national debt, and inflation means paying government workers more. They're going to still need a lot of money. So, Greg, do you see us, uh, our retirees, getting any kind of break whatsoever when it comes to taxes? I think they're the target, unfortunately. Really? You know, yeah, they're the target. Um, when you look at the wealth of the country, particularly the, I'd say, the not the top one or two percenters like the Warren Buffets of the world, we are the ultimate piggy bank for Uncle Sam because they know how to skim, very similar to financial advisors, actually, I might <laughs> add, but um, they know how to skim enough off the top without really causing a revolt. And what I mean by that is they, they know that those IRA accounts are out there and that they know there are trillions of dollars of untaxed retirement money that has been socked away for 20, 30, 40 years. And they know that if they're just patient enough and wait for that first spouse to pass, they're going to get that premium widow's penalty, you know, higher single tax rate. And then if they wait for the widow to pass and it go to the kids, they know that they get the kids higher income tax rates on those dollars going from maybe what could have been 10 cents on the dollar to 40 cents on the dollar. And I think the rules will continue to change, you know, just as early as I think, what was it like February or March mm -hmm. where they came out and said, you know what? We know that we already changed the rule that the kid has to take that over 10 years. Now we're saying not only do they take it over 10 years, but they have to start in year one of that 10 years and start taking it out versus waiting till that 10th year. And what that shows me is they know. They know that that's their piggy bank. And if they play their cards right, I mean, guess what? Mom and dad are gone when they start collecting. And a lot of times the kids aren't going to be the wiser. They're just going to assume it is what it is. So it's not their money. So what a great gig, right? Because as we know, dead people don't vote. And if they wait for all these retirees to pass away, they're just going to take 30, 40, maybe even 50 cents on the dollar. And that is a majority of our wealth financially as a country are in these qualified IRA, 403B, 401K, whatever you want to call it, tax deferred accounts, Randy. Well, we as we get older, we say to ourselves, you know, I've been paying taxes. I've been paying for schools and libraries and things like that my whole life. Isn't there a time when I can stop paying that tax because I'm certainly not using 
using that anymore. Uh, no, they, they keep charging you for that, and they keep charging you for roads, and I get all of that stuff, but can't they give the retiree a little bit of a break? And the answer to that is probably no, and they're thinking and cooking up ways to get at your retirement money because you put it in these IRAs and these 401ks, and it has yet to be taxed. So to sit down and have a discussion with Greg and the team at Golden Reserve of how you can put more of that money in your pocket by running the tax map, what does the tax map do, Greg, as you sit down and, and analyze, just like you'd analyze market risk, what happens when you analyze the tax picture? Well, as you'll see with all of our retirement tools, including our tax tool, the, the tax map, we're always going to start off with where you are right now. And I think that's a step that quickly gets missed where everyone's excited to tell someone what to do. We'd rather first show you where you're at. And the tax tool itself will run essentially our CPA, our team of you know accountants will turn around and build a obviously illustration of where you are, how much tax you're paying now, what your Medicare payments are now. And if you were to take money out of your IRA as a couple, what it would look like if you took a dollar out? What would it look like if you took it all out in one year? And then we turn around and say, well, what happens if you take it out over three years, five years, 10 years? What would that tax rate be and how would it increase? Well, what happens if you pass away and your wife has to take it out in one year or three years or five years or 10 years? And what would that look like? Or what would it look like if your kids would take it out over one years, three years, five years, 10 years? And by having all of that information, Randy, it comes off the page. It becomes very simple on what they should do to make sure that Uncle Sam gets the least amount of money as possible because that's the end of the day, we want your tax plan to be the Jack and Jill tax plan, not the Uncle Sam tax plan. And by doing this, people have all the information at their fingertips that they never had seen before and a lot of times didn't understand. And by breaking it down very simply to show here's what happens if you take it out of these different time frames, because obviously the more you take out, the more income you have that year, and obviously the higher the tax rate could be, this gives a very good barometer of, okay, I'm comfortable paying 15 cents on the dollar. I'm comfortable paying 20 cents on the dollar. I'm comfortable paying 12 cents on the dollar. Well, then it's just a math equation where we can show you, all right, well, you need to take your IRA out over six years years, over 10 years, over 13 years, any of those things can be broken out on what you want. Now we have to remember, we are at historical low tax rates. So I always want to make sure that people know the tax map is for what the tax rates are today. So if you're comfortable and you like this, I'd say, you know, probably be a little bit more aggressive because if we keep going down this path of spending and no one working, then we know what's going to happen to taxes in the future. They're going to keep going up, Randy. Run the different scenarios on your tax future. It seems like a great illustration to sit down and say, you know, hey, I'm an American. I know I've got to pay taxes and I, I want to pay my taxes, but I don't want to overpay my taxes in retirement. There's no reason for that. Give us a look on the website, getyourroadmap.com. We will build for you the roadmap for retirement. Everybody will get that tax map. You'll sit down and go through that scenario and find out what would be the best Avenue, the road that I can go down to pay the fewest amount of taxes that I can in my retirement years. Get online, getyourroadmap.com. We'll do that for you at no charge. Getyourroadmap.com. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. So, Greg, when we talk about sitting down and building a retirement roadmap and at the end of the whole thing, people kind of, you know, breathe that big old sigh of relief, say, great, I've finally got a avenue, a, a plan here that I can follow. There was a recent 
study done by Charles Schwab, and they asked, what would make you happy in retirement? And they're, of course, pointing toward that number that they have in their savings account. And the new number is $1.1 million. If you have that set aside, they say you'll be happy in retirement. Greg, what makes people happy in retirement? Well, I hope it's not looking at a screen and seeing a number, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, to me, that is probably not what people may say that, but I don't know if they actually, that is the real thing that makes them happy. What we see that makes people happy is the experiences and the things they get to do in retirement, whether that be relaxed projects, some of the passion projects they've been putting off their whole life. You know, it's kind of a smorgasbord of things that we get to hear about, which is probably the best part of our job, mm -hmm. right? We get to hear about all the cool stuff people get to finally tackle when they have a couple minutes and hours and days left in their week to actually, you know, work on them and do things for them for the first time ever. You know, people learn how to cook or trying to learn a new language or, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. Watching their kids play soccer, you know, buying that cabin out in the country and, and, and doing stuff and camping with the grandkids. I mean, those are the things that make people happy. Unfortunately, the market has done such a great job of scaring the crap out of everybody. That's the first, you know, visceral reaction is like, I, I got to have a million point one. The, the internet said it, it must be true. The TV said it, it must be true. I have to have 1.1 million to be happy. And that's just not the case. You know, I mean, we see it all the time. A lot of times these folks come into retirement with very little debt and they have social security turned on, or maybe they even have a pension. It's like, where's the fire, right? Like we're not even touching a lot of their retirement accounts in a lot of our cases. And it's like, guys, you know, I think your family would want you to almost universally, your kids would want you to enjoy this money, do things that you normally wouldn't do. And, and talking them into spending money is actually the challenge. <laughs> you know, the financial advising industry wants you to rely on them so that they can charge you 1%. So they keep trying to scare you into taking unnecessary risks by, you know, paying someone too much to give advice to essentially either just guess and pick stocks or sell them overpriced mutual funds, either or. You know, that's not what makes people happy. And I don't think someone's going to be on their deathbed holding on to their Charles Schwab statement, hugging it, you know, on their final hours and saying, man, I'm glad I had 1.12. I don't know how I would have, you know, made it without this. I don't think that's at all because you can't really buy more time with your kids. You can't buy more time with your friends. And when we really break all those things down, you know, the secret sauce of this is to take the focus off investments and numbers and just try to get back to reality. Like what's really happening year in and year year out. And that's what we really do with our clients is help them understand what the heck's really happening. Let's turn off all the noise for three seconds, throw away your Wall Street Journal, you know, turn off the news and let's just kind of see what you actually do. And by actually building that out, you know what we do? A lot of high fives, a lot of hugs, a lot of breaths of fresh air. And every time they start to freak out, we did give us a call. We'll tell you, is, is this a rope or a snake? And it's almost always a rope, Randy. <laughs> I mean, that's the key here. I think the shame of these numbers that come out is if you really believe that and you're 63 64 65 years old and you're pushing to get to that number you could maybe retire right now and be very happy without that number that's a number that they came up with on wall street that's a number they came up with some before somebody else what is your number you know let's let's figure out what's going to make you happy in retirement and what if you could retire right now without getting to that number that would be a good meeting and let's have that meeting give us a call at golden reserve and Let's sit down and, and build that roadmap for retirement. Your number is going to be different probably than anybody else's number. Let's figure out what it is. Getyourroadmap.com is our 
website, and you can start right there. GetYourRoadmap.com. Fill out some of the fields there. Our team will reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar, and let's have this conversation. When can you retire? How can you retire? What are you going to do in retirement? Let's see if we can put the money with all of those questions. GetYourRoadmap.com. Or give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have one of our folks who's listened to the show called in and say, hey, this is what I'm concerned about, and she's got quite the laundry list. We're going to go through it. Coming up next on Expedition Retirement. For 30 years, you've been waiting for your retirement account statements to arrive each month. You're happy when it's up, and you're bummed when it's down. That's climbing up Retirement Mountain, but it's no plan for getting down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, our retirement planners focus on protecting your money from the long trip down. Things like high taxes and fees, unnecessary market risk, and the rising cost of long-term care. It's time for the right planner at the right time. It's time to call Golden Reserve. Call for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or at GetYourRoadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. You can find us online. You want to sit down and talk about how your retirement is going to work. You're wondering what you're in for. We've got a whole different take on that. There's a lot of things out there that those financial advisors don't really talk about, but they do talk about at Golden Reserve. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. And a lot of people are going there and sitting down and saying, okay, what do I have to do? Here are my questions about retirement. And some people even give us a call and we use those calls with their permission. We even have a website set up for it, BeOurShowGuest.com. You can go right there, BeOurShowGuest.com. And uh, this is Joanne of Columbus, longtime teacher, and she's got a lot of questions about how her retirement will work. Hello, I'm Joanne from Columbus, Ohio. I'm a retired educator. I've taught in the Columbus system for almost 40 years. My concern was, my question was, since I am retired, the one uh, advisor I was working with, I've been telling her for like the last five, six years, I need to figure out how I'm going to access all my investments when it's time. You know, it was 70 and a half, now it's 72. So I'm still pushing and I want to know what I need to do. I'm concerned about taxes. I'm concerned about, you know, surrender fees. What kind of fees will I have to pay when I take this money out? And what's the best way, what's the best investments for me instead of still trying to get me to invest more? So I guess I'm wondering what different options are available for someone who's already retired, already has investments, and it's almost time to start taking those investments. There is a lot there to unpack. <laughs> She's got a lot of questions there. I, uh, look, I I love Joanne. You know, when when I asked her to be on the radio show, you know, a while back, she was like, how much does it pay? <laughs> she told me how much does it pay? And I just started laughing, and I was like, come on, Joanne. That's she's funny. like, all right, all right. I'll, so, you know, she, she's a real hoot. She's an East Sider from Columbus, dude. I love it. I love her. She's one of my favorites. All right. So she has used a financial advisor, and she doesn't know how to access her money. And she said at the end, my advisor just wants me to invest more, and that concerns me. Let's start right there. Yeah, I mean, it's understandable, right? Like you've been getting statements. I mean, the dynamic of our investment system is 
challenging for most people because it's not really real. It's almost monopoly-like where you've been getting statements, Randy, right? You put this money in, it auto pulls so much money out of your checking or it pulls money out of your paycheck if it's an IRA or a 401k. And you get these statements for, in her case, 40 years and you weren't allowed to touch them, right? She lived off her income and she lived off kind of what, you know, the money that was she was bringing in. But all these savings come out and like, the, it's a great question. Like, how do I get the money out? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. I got all these weird accounts. Do I get in trouble for taking money out? And I think, you know, I hate to pick on the financial advisors. You know, you know me, Randy, I'm trying to walk <laughs> a fine line here. But I don't think they do a lot to dispel that fear because if you really think about it, if they take money out, that financial advisor makes less money. Mm -hmm. And that is the saddest part of our model is that if someone takes money out and enjoys it, that financial advisor takes a pay cut because they're, of course, charging one or 1.5% of that retiree's accounts. So I'll be darned if people happen not to be really open about how to take money out. You know, that's why a lot of cases, you know, when people come talk to us, they're shocked that we're like, we don't charge a percentage and we just have one flat fee for everybody. It's the same. It doesn't matter how many zeros you have in your account. Everybody charges the same amount because it's based on the work we do. And I think that's very refreshing and almost surprising to people that it even exists. And with Joanne, when she's saying, you know, how do you take money out? Are there surrender fees? Are there penalties? I mean, she's almost thinking, I mean, there's no surrender fees to take money out of your accounts, right? Like she's got, you know, essentially some IRAs probably and, and some investment accounts. You know, what she does probably have is some tax consequences. And that's something that a lot of people don't touch on, right? If you have a regular account that isn't an IRA and your money grew, you might have some capital gains tax consequences based on how long you held that investment. Is it short term or is it long term? What's the amount of that tax exposure? So it's really not a surrender fee. It's a, it's a capital gains tax question. And then you have your IRAs, which we've talked about earlier in the show, which is, oh, shoot, everything I pull out of there, there's no capital gains tax. That's the good news. But every dollar I pull out gets added to my 1040 as ordinary income. And that's another scary thing. It's like, well, what does that mean? How much do I pay? What's my tax rates? And a lot of times all this stuff gets glossed over and they just have to kind of wait and see what happens on April 15th. And that's really an injustice to the client because what that really does, Randy, in my opinion, it's intentional. The fact that they do that is because they want people to avoid it and just hopefully not take any money out and really enjoy and spend their money because they're hoping that they keep making more money. Like she said, they want to keep dumping more mm -hmm. investments in there so that 1% gets a bigger fee. I mean, it's terrible. It's, you know, it's exploiting the majority of hardworking retirees here in Ohio. It's actually gross if you think about it. Well, I read something very interesting this week, and it said that 1099 employees are better at retirement than W-2 employees. And so if you are a contract worker doing work for other people, you have had an experience where you have had to pull taxes out of what you've been getting for years. And maybe you're doing you know, quarterly payments on your taxes each year. And so if you're a W-2 employee, basically your employer takes care of all that. Taxes come out, you move on. You write a check on April 15th or you get some money back. And then all of a sudden you get into retirement and the whole tax landscape completely changes. It's like now you are in charge of everything, aren't you? It is. I mean, you're running your own business. That's, you know, it's a great way to think about your retirement. Your retirement 
is your business. For the mm-hmm. first time, you may have worked for someone, you may have been your own business owner and operator, but at retirement, you are running your business and you should treat it like a business. And that is a great you know, statement we say to everyone is like, treat this like your business. And the first place you start is who you hire to help run your business mm. and how much they charge. You know, we always tell people like, if someone was charging you 1%, and you weren't able to tell me what they did to help you other than pick some investments, would you keep them on your staff? <laughs> if you're overpaying for a vendor, would you keep paying them or would you try to find a better vendor? Because this is your life savings we're talking about. We're trying to get you to understand that essentially everything's in play right now, right? Your, your entire livelihood for the next 30 years is dependent on the choices you make to get down retirement mountain. And while you're growing your assets and you're going up the mountain, it may seem a little simpler. Things get real complicated as we just talked about through Joanne's questions of, man, you know, how do I take money out? What are the tax consequences? What should I be thinking about? Oh, and by the way, what about investments? What should I be putting my money in? Should I keep in the market? Should I pay someone 1%? Should I change to annuities? What should I do? And those are all the right questions. But unfortunately, a lot of people out there that claim that they do retirement planning will only do one thing. They'll take all your accounts and they'll break them into different equity buckets and manage investments, which by the way, a computer program probably does for them and the back end of their system anyways. So you're really not getting any customized support. You're getting thrown into one of their profiles. Uh, Randy is 72 and has $500,000 and is a risk three. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) all of a sudden, all your money gets allocated into 14 overpriced American fund mutual funds Mm -hmm. shocker beginning the end and then you're going to turn around and pay another one percent for that and it took them probably an hour and they're getting a ten thousand dollar paycheck a year i mean it's lunacy and we hope that between us shouting on these radios we're shouting on tv shows now we're writing a book called fire your financial advisor we're hoping with all these that we can start to turn the tide a little bit and help retirees fight back to take control over their retirement on their terms and that's really our big mission and goal here randy well i love the example of you are now the ceo of your retirement. Any good CEO is going to have a good board of directors. They're going to have people who are in charge of different divisions. So your divisions now are markets, fees, taxes, long-term care, and fun. (laughs) I mean, then the budget. And you get to be in charge of the fun, but to put some people who are good people in charge of each of these divisions, I think that's, that's what a good CEO does. They say, I'm not good at this, but you are, so you're in charge of this area. And that's essentially what you have to do when you pick out a retirement planner. That's 100% right. And, and it's overwhelming, right? Because everyone has an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Your your neighbor, your postman, the guy you worked with, you know, your cousin, you know, your, your uncle, everyone has a financial quote unquote guy. And unfortunately, that's the old model, right? Like I got a guy, he gave me some great returns. He made 9% last year. And you're like, uh, you know, the S&P did 11. And, and you know, you want to be like, this is confusing because people don't really think in terms of anything that other than what's happening right in front of them. You know, it's it's that five to six inches is right in front of their face where it's like, I feel good right now, but what happens when obviously the world changes a little bit and things shift? And we have such short-term memories, Randy, that it's really hard to get 
through to people. And unfortunately, until we have things that happen like this year where it's like, well, you lost 20 percent. You know, we've been kind of beating this drum, you know, and do you want to lose another 20 percent? Or what if you lost 20 percent to a nursing home? What if you lose 20 percent to Uncle Sam? It's not just the market. I think the market is their only test that is, you know, widely talked about and widely publicized. But man, how many people do you know that's lost homes to the nursing home and who have lost, you know, large chunks of their IRA to Uncle Sam when their kids just had to end up paying 30 or 35 cents on the dollar for the whole darn thing because they didn't do any planning. I mean, this stuff happens every hour of every day. It just doesn't have a ticker. You may have the same questions that Joanne did. You wonder, how do you access your money in retirement? You wonder, what are the taxes going to be? I don't want to overpay taxes in retirement. You wonder what the fees are. You put money in there, and then when you take it out, is there a fee associated with that? Or this person who's been helping me, what is their fee? Has that been transparent to you? And then everybody worries about it. When you sit down and talk to a financial planner, a retirement planner, it's going to be, what happens if I get sick? What happens if I have to have care at home? What happens if I have to go into some kind of a facility? I don't want to lose my life's work to that bill. All great questions. Those were many of what Joanne had to say. What do you have to say? What are your questions? How can we help at Golden Reserve? Here's a step that you can take to uh, get some of those questions answered. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. You can go there right now. GetYourRoadmap.com and fill out some of the information there. Our team reaches out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar and let's get some of your questions answered and build for you what we call the Roadmap for Retirement. We do that at no charge. Again, getyourroadmap.com. You can go there right now or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about your 401k a little bit and how some people are looking at their 401ks now and saying, "I know I got this, but I want more." And we're going to talk about what that more might be coming up next on Expedition Retirement. Stats show the trip climbing down the mountain can be more hazardous than the trip climbing to the top. Retirement can be the same way. You spend all your efforts saving, believing that will get you through retirement. But that just gets you to the top. The most difficult times are getting down the mountain or through retirement. The team at Golden Reserve focuses their practice on protecting your money on the way down. Their complimentary roadmap for retirement is designed to deal with unexpected taxes, high investment fees, market risk, and the high cost of long-term care. Get your roadmap today at 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074 or getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at GetYourRoadmap.com. That's the website that we've set up so that you can start your retirement planning. You can have some of this down on paper, have a roadmap for your retirement. We do them absolutely at no charge. GetYourRoadmap.com. Com. Well, we always have a lot of interest when we talk about 401ks because a lot of people have them. And if you have a 401k, you might have something in there called a target date fund. You'll recognize it because it has a year in back of it. It'll say the 2025 fund or the 2030 or the 2035 fund. You put money in it and what it's supposed to do is dial back your risk as you get closer to that date. Well, let me ask this first, Greg. Do you see target date funds working? Uh, do they do what they're designed to do? Let's start there. 
Well, it's pretty tough, right? I mean, these funds obviously have some variables that aren't known or controllable, right? When you have target date funds that have equities and other things, I mean, those are unpredictable, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, I mean, people have to go in knowing what they're buying, which is, you know, this isn't an insurance product. Annuities are kind of the opposite of this, where they're actually written to have certain, you know, holdings that will produce a minimum amount and won't go backwards, whereas target date funds are more speculative because they're a fund, right? If you read the disclosures on them, it's like a lot of we hope, we think, we maybe will happen, maybe it won't happen. You know, there's a lot of disclaimers on these things, and I think that's why they're falling a little bit out of favor because they're not always delivering on what they promise because of the inherent risk of putting things in the market, right? It's just, to me, it's really awesome marketing. I mean, I don't, I don't recommend them to anyone, but I do want to tip my hat when you come up with such a great concept of trying to, you know, sell more mutual funds. I mean, this has been a great tool. Well, one of the things that people are doing now with their 401ks is they're starting to use them. Us baby boomers who were packing money in these things, now we're getting to retirement age and all of a sudden we're seeing some of the warts of some of these different things. So there's an article I'm looking at here and it says the bloom is off the rose of the target date fund. They did a survey at TIAA and they asked over a thousand people last year 78 percent of them liked their target date fund this year 66 percent of them liked their target date fund now I don't know if that's just because of the market or they're starting to get onto this 72 percent of them said they wanted a new generation of a target date fund that generated income for them so that's a whole different discussion isn't it Greg it is. I mean, I'll touch on the target date funds just for one more second here. I mean, at the end of the day, there's still a mutual fund, right? So there's inherent costs in the management and allocation requirements. And you're always going to be up against it when you're trying to, you know, have a growth period, which these do have, you know, the first 15 or 20 years are probably at least the majority in some type of growth period before they start, you know, weaning off, you know, in the, in the latter half of the fund. And that requires someone picking them and owning those results. And, you know, that comes with a cost one or two percent right and and we've always kind of said how it's impossible really to win when you do this you know to me why wouldn't you just decide how much you want at risk and how much you want safe to me that feels a lot safer than letting it be buried in some confusing fund that you hope someone's managing but they're also charging you to manage one percent in addition to the financial advisor who charged you one percent to pick the target fund so it's kind of like fees on fees on fees here it doesn't make a lot of sense and i, I haven't heard a lot of great things i think a lot of the whatever the fanfare is tied to the market not doing as well. So I don't know if that's a, a fair statistic to say that they're falling out of favor that much due to just the nature of what they are, but more the nature of what the market's doing, which kind of proves our point all along, right? This is, it's an art, not a science. And I, hopefully people understand that no one can predict the future or returns. If they did, they would rule the world. Well, nobody likes to lose money. And a lot of us are losing money right now. And as you uh, ask people, you know, how they're doing, they're starting to get a little uneasy about how they their retirement is going to go because all of a sudden their their accounts are down 20 30 percent so then you say to yourself well what are the options outside of that market where i can find that guaranteed income and that does bring us back to that discussion about annuities so let's let's kind of you know roll back the curtain on this a little bit here greg because you hear it on tv oh annuities are terrible and then you look at how many annuities are sold every year and you look at somebody with an annuity and they're very happy that they're getting the income so so there's ups and there's downs to this. What is the story on this product? 
So an annuity is obviously an underwritten insurance product. Let's go back to the basics of what annuities are. You know, annuities were a pension alternative or some type of pension back in, you know, they've been around for 100 years. I mean, they've been around forever. In the modern era, you know, they started to be really a annuitized product where you'd have $100,000 money goes into annuity and it would pay you $1,000 for the rest of your life or whatever the, the, the features were. You turn it on, it would be called an annuitization event. It's turning on the income stream. In my view and, and in the world's view, I think now annuities are changed. There's a new annuity now. It isn't an income driven device anymore. It is a essentially investment alternative. It is replacing bonds. Mm -hmm. Bonds are are falling out of favor. They're you know due to the interest rate kind of you know being zero percent for so long. It, bonds didn't really have a lot of place in today's kind of economic structure, and people stopped trading them, and they became more complicated, and people weren't you know it was, it's really a different animal of understanding how to manage bonds. So we started to lose a lot of our bond portfolio managers and and bond laddering and all those all that extra work kind of went away. And we needed somebody to step in that was a better version of a bond. And I think these new annuities that we're seeing in the market is that replacement, which is essentially a tax deferred CD is a fixed annuity, right? It's going to say it's going to grow 3% for 10 years, the end. So people are like, well, I don't like it. I'm like, well, do you like CDs? Because that's all that is, except for it gets better tax treatment. When I say tax deferred, it means you don't pay any taxes on the growth of that or interest, I should say, of that annuity until you take it out. So you get interest and then you get growth on your interest as it grows. That's the benefit of having a tax deferred product. That's a vanilla fixed annuity. It is as simple as a CD. There's not much going on there. Then you have what the big rage is now is fixed indexed annuities, which essentially are a annuity that provides a little bit more upside but it does go down to zero because it has that upside. If the market, if it's tied to different indexes, there's thousands of different versions out there in the market. But at the end of the day, this thing could get six or 7% or it could get 0%, but it will never go below zero. And I think the retirees that we talk to love that idea that I can get a little bit more interest if the market does well, if we tie it to an index, but I know that my principal will never be touched and always be there. Now, I think that kind of rolls you through the annuities. I think variable annuities are on their way out. We've, we hate variable annuities. We don't sell them. They're super expensive. They, you know, are super confusing. You know, they try to get rid of them in one way, shape or form back during the Obama administration uh, and couldn't pull it off. But we agree they're kind of super expensive. I mean, you could be paying four or five percent. Four or five percent, Randy, for that for that product wow. in a year, um, which makes it almost impossible to make money, and it's just a big kind of bait and switch with kind of income promises that aren't real. So we we, we hate variable annuities, and and we don't see a lot of those anymore, anyways. I think people are kind of hip to that kind of sale. But when it comes to income and how they tie to annuities, I mean, you can always get an income rider, right? Like, you know, that's an option. These annuities have features, just like a car has sunroofs and, you know, obviously, you know, the leather option and different, you know, stereo and speaker upgrades. Your annuities can come with income options. Now, that being said, we don't believe at Golden Reserve in any kind of income features, almost in 99% of cases, because it costs too much to guarantee that income. You're going to pay somewhere between half a percent and a percent to get an income rider that really you're paying for for 20 to 30 years just to pay you back your own money in the hope that you may need some more income. In our experience, the best thing to do before we even talk income is to figure out what you're spending. I mean, I know that sounds really shocking is to figure out what you're spending and what your income from Social Security and pensions are before we 
start turning on all these income tools because a deep, dark secret of the financial service industry is this, Randy. Here it is. You ready for it? Okay. I'm going to lay it out. They sell people on income, but less than 5% of income riders are ever turned on. So they want to scare the crap out of you to buy all this guaranteed income or these income features or these flip switches because they know that that's everyone's number one fear is running out of money. But in reality, in retirement, almost no one ever uses them. It is almost like a backup insurance plan to turn on maybe if you ever need them. And that's the, really the sad truth is that people just get the, the crap scared out of them because of all this talk of running out of money. But in reality, they don't need to pay that extra 1%. And it's real money, Randy. I mean, think if you had a $500,000 income rider put on you know, an annuity that you bought. Well, that's $5,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Right, you know, or mm -hmm. over the course of a retirement, that's a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars of fees that you're paying out of that just so that someone turns around and pays your own money back to you over a periodic period of time. And oh, by the way, they're not silly; they're not going to just give money away. They're doing this based on your life expectancy. They're playing the actuarial odds, and they are Vegas. They always win. They don't. Insurance don't do this to lose money, so that they're not in the business of just creating extra income to give it away to you. No, they're going to take returns off your money. Money, and they're going to pay it back to you over the course of your lifetime. And I know that brings people some comfort, but I promise you, if you have a good retirement planner, they are your income rider. They are your income plan. If you have a good retirement planner, they're the ones that walk through the different changes of life with you every year, showing you your spending and all those things. And you don't need to spend that extra money. You can actually keep it in your account to spend or give to your kids or grandkids over the course of your life instead of giving it to an insurance company or helping your financial advisor buy their second lake house, you know around the road. That brings up a good question, though, and that is this. One of the things that I've heard about annuities is this. You take $500,000 and you put it in the annuity and they're going to pay you $1,500 or $2,000 every month for the rest of your life. Okay, great. Well, what if you die in three or four years or five years and you know that you haven't, you know, used up that $500,000 that you invested? Does the insurance company take that money and you've lost it or can that go to your kids and your heirs? Very similar to Social Security and to pensions, you have options. And a lot of times you can turn on different survivor benefits, Randy. But if you get aggressive and say, hey, I want to make sure I have income forever, it may be a one and done or where you could be three or four years into that. Now, sometimes they'll say we have to at least pay the principal out before we obviously forfeit the policy. But some don't, Randy. And you've mm -hmm. got to really look at the fine print. And again, before we dive into unlimited income for everybody, it's like cake for everybody. Everybody gets cake. Like until, until we dive into that kind of mindset. Let's see what you're actually spending. Let's see what your income is right now. Just like we do with our other tools. Let's see where we're at right now. And if we're not negative, then we have to really understand why would we spend extra money out of your pocket to provide additional income that you don't need. And I think that's the real secret sauce is really identifying where you're at from a net cash flow standpoint from your income and your expenses. And once we get that figured out, then you can figure out, well, what does that mean from an income rider? I mean, we're still not probably going to recommend an income rider, but we will probably kind of figure out, well, here's what happens if you keep spending like this for the next 20 years. We should assume a certain level of return is needed to get there. And if we don't believe that we can do that, we'll tell you. And that's a great question and a great place to kind of end things today here. Everybody who walks in the door is not a good candidate for an annuity. But as we all know, some people out there with their financial licenses, everything looks like a nail. So that means the only solution is a hammer. And that means selling somebody an annuity. So you have to 
take a look at who the person is, what they have, what their income level looks like, and what they have throughout their retirement before you even bring up the topic of annuity. You do. And I think people, when they sit down with us, we have to make sure we understand that, you know, this is our bond alternative. We think it's a better reason. Here are the three or four reasons why we think it's a better reason. And for your safe bucket, you know, you can kind of move the levers now because of these new annuities. There's all different types of accessibility. You can have unlimited. You could have, you know, limited with higher returns. You can kind of pull and kind of build your own, Rain. It's kind of neat. You get to, you know, go and sometimes you get to go to that salad bar. And, you know, some people like those little miniature corn. Some people want some extra spinach. I mean, that's kind of how annuities are now, man. You can kind of go to that salad bar. Remember Ponderosa? Oh, they yeah. Ponder oh, God, the Ponderosa. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can kind of get any. It was like the dream for a kid, right? Even kids that didn't like salad would go up there and you would just pile it on. You got bacon bits and all kinds of fun stuff. So <laughs> I think that's how annuities are now. I mean, you can basically build them however you want. The insurance companies have answered the call and they see the huge opportunity for all these retirees. I mean, you should take them for a spin. I mean, they can be very, very simple and very, very effective ways to really put your retirement into auto drive. Well, you know what you get paid every single week or every two weeks or every month, what your paycheck is. Do you know what you get paid in retirement? You should know that number because that's a very, very important number. That's what you're going to be living on. And if you haven't figured that out, a lot of us don't have any idea how to figure that out. That's where it really comes into an advantage to sit down and talk to a retirement planner at Golden Reserve. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com. Fill out the fields there. Our team will reach out to you. We'll get a date on a calendar, and we'll sit down, and we'll put the papers out on the table. We'll talk about market risk. We'll talk about taxes. We'll talk about fees. We'll talk about long-term care. We'll talk about all the questions that you have about how is your retirement going to work. Let's get those questions answered. We do it at no charge. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Let's get on this today. There's no reason for you to sit down if you're close to retirement and watch the market take another 10 or 20% of your money away, your hard-earned money, while we go through this turmoil that we're going through right now. Let's have the conversation right now. Let's put a stop to it, and let's figure out what your income level is and a whole lot more in retirement. Again, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com, or 855 546 2074. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Golden Reserve is licensed in your state. Please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.
By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 1655411. 